We spend vast amounts of time and energy crafting a thesis in our heads of how life should play out. Then Almighty God spends an incredibly brief amount of time blowing our thesis to bits. Ray Blackston, A Delirious Summer. Welcome to Bookish, a literary podcast. I'm Paul, and it's time again for our weekly author profile. Now in the past, I've profiled such well-known writers as Hemingway, Dumas, and Brett Easton Ellis. Today, I want to introduce an author who's not so well-known, who, in fact, I'll bet the vast majority of you have never even heard of. Let's meet Ray Blackston. Now, when I say you've likely never heard of Ray Blackston, I'm not kidding. Do a web search of any remotely famous or infamous person in any field today, and the first thing you'll land on is their Wikipedia page. Not Blackston. And actually not me either, but that's another story. The best source for information about him is his own website, which appears to have been last updated almost a decade ago. The About Ray page states only that he's from Greenville, South Carolina, the setting of at least three of his novels, that he spent 11 years as a stockbroker before turning to writing full-time, that he serves on his church's missions committee, and that he coaches his nephew's t-ball team. That's it. That's all. So why does he write a profile? A couple reasons, actually. First, as we just finished reading The Shadow of the Wind for our book club pick, The idea of the forgotten book and the forgotten author is still fresh in my mind, and Blackston could easily and sadly be one of those totally forgotten authors 50 years from now whose last remaining book needs to be saved in the mythical Barcelona sanctuary of books. God willing, I won't end up on the same shelf as him. Second, Blackston's novels fall into an often rightly maligned subgenre known as Christian fiction dominated by the dreadful Left Behind series and countless Amish romances, 300 pages of bonnets and longing looks, it can be hard to find good fiction in this category. Blackston himself said in an interview once that he can't stand cheesy storylines and characters who are just mouthpieces for doctrine. Well, Blackston proves a good story can be told with religious undertones and that it can be a good enough story that those who care nothing about religion can read and enjoy it as much as the the every-time-the-doors-are-open church attendee. Blackson's ability to stand out in such a genre brings us to the final reason for profiling him. His books, particularly his Flabbergasted trilogy. None of the books are ever going to be considered classics on the level of War and Peace or Don Quixote, but that's fine. Classics are too often books everyone talks about, and never reads, and we need so-called entertaining reads as much or more now than ever. In a year like 2020, a beach read that makes you laugh is equally as important as literary fiction that makes you think. And I've talked before about the Flabbergasted trilogy, but here's a quick recap of all three that I did in the very early days of this podcast. Flabbergasted is Blackston's debut novel, 
and it gives the name to the trilogy that ultimately followed. It's set in Greenville, South Carolina, and it has vividly drawn characters that definitely grow on you as narrator Jay Jarvis and his friends navigate the southern single scene by, of all things, and I kid you not, visiting various church singles Sunday school classes. It's not a bad idea for those tired of the online dating sites. Now, I was well into this book before I realized that it actually fell into the Christian fiction description because unlike many others of its kind, maybe most others of its kind, it wasn't dogma converted into a novel. When the subject of Christianity finally did appear, it wasn't necessarily watered down, but it was presented in a just straightforward and humorous situation. From girls who church hop looking for husbands to missionaries with a fondness for throwing food at people, it's an entertaining group of characters not some fictionalized hellfire and brimstone sermon. The second book in the series is called A Delirious Summer. The premise is similar to Flabbergasted, but with a twist. The narrator this time is Neil Rucker, a missionary on furlough for the summer, looking for a wife in the wilds of Greenville, South Carolina, where he encounters many of the same people that Jay Jarvis met in the first book. He very quickly finds that Carolina beaches may be even more dangerous than the Amazon jungle. And watching this young man try to navigate the Greenville social scene is a lot of fun. Allie, Darcy, and Alexis form one of the most hilarious, if sometimes dangerous, trios I've read in a long time. The final novel in the series is Lost in Rueville. And in all honesty, it's here that Blackston falls a little bit flat. For most of the books, the characters are lost in the Australian outback, and while there are a lot of entertaining parts, taking the setting outside of South Carolina hurts the story somewhat. We do get to see the resolution of these myriad relationships that started in the first two books, however, and that, combined with familiar and likable characters, makes it worth reading. If nothing else, you'll never look at dating the same way again. solid trilogy and well worth the effort to find it. You're going to have to search hard in a used bookstore or get it on Amazon, but search the used bookstores first. So that's our author profile for this week. I know this one was a little light on bio and heavy on the books themselves, but maybe that's the highest praise I can give Ray Blackston. It's about the books after all. So pick up a copy and I'm sure you'll agree. Have a great day, everybody. Please go to our Patreon page and support us. The link is in the show notes. And keep on reading. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Bookish. I hope you're finding it both enlightening and entertaining. If you are... I hope you'll consider supporting the podcast. We have a Patreon page where you can support us at www.patreon.com forward slash bookish podcast. And you can also support us at the support this podcast link on the various platforms that you listen on. It'll go a long way towards helping us continue to provide new episodes and hopefully 
get to the point where we'll be totally ad-free. So I thank you for your support.